And here we go. It's connections. Oh, you stopped it already. <laughs> you can put it on. I have some special guests, and uh, thanks for joining us. We are, uh, this is Maria Walls, my podcast of Connections at Parkside Church, which I am actually at Parkside Church right now. And then um, I'm interviewing some special ladies here. And this Connections is just to make a big church just a little bit smaller and a lot of fun because we get to know everybody. And my guests are... Nina Finelli and Andrea Nikeam. And Andrea, Nina and Andrea, and they have been shouted out to be on. And so I said, okay, can you guys be on my podcast? And they're like, okay, what is this? So we kind of have them suckered in here, and that's our thing. So tell me about yourselves. Tell me, the both of you guys have grown up in the church, and that's our mm-hmm. thing. And now they're like these lovely, awesome, beautiful ladies who are um, helping out in youth group, and that's our thing. But go ahead and start from the very beginning. Um, Growing up or where you went to school, mm-hmm. that sort of thing, who your parents are and all that fun stuff. <clears throat> so um, I'm Nina. Um, I'm 25, and I grew up at Parkside Church, was born and raised here. My parents actually were at Parkside when, way back when it was at Solon, before Alistair got here. Um, so they have a fun story about that and how it all came about. Um, I went to Valley Christian Academy, kindergarten to sixth grade, and then... I'm supposed to ask you who your favorite teacher is. Beth McAlvey supposed to be... Oh, actually, Kristen Mullen is supposed to be my answer, but I also love Beth McAlvey. <laughs> Beth McAlvey. <laughs> um, which, funny enough, Kristen lives, like, three houses down from me, so um, small world. But um, after that, I went to CVCA 7th to 12th grade, and then went to Lakeland for school, studied education, and I am now a teacher here at Parks, well, at Heritage Classical Academy at Parkside. So I teach um, pre-K, which is four and five-year-olds, which has been a really, a really fun time, so. That's awesome. Yeah. And Andrea. And I'm Andrea, and um, I started coming to Parkside in the fall of 99. I moved here from North Carolina, and we had, like, heard Alistair at Camp of the Woods, so, like, when we moved here to this area, we, like, knew right where we were, where we were going. And um, I'm the same as Nina. I went to VCA. Shout out to Beth McKelvey. <laughs> <laughs> and then went on to CVCA. And then I went to Kelvin College, um, studied business marketing. Um, and since Kelvin, I moved back home. And I started working at Sherwin Williams two weeks after I moved back home and have been there since. Wow. And uh, yeah, I work in employee community, I'm in employee communications. And so that's what I've been doing for like the past. So did you guys know each other, like, from Sunday school and that sort um, of thing? Yeah, so we met at VCA. So Alex, Andrea's sister, is actually in my class, and then Andrea was two years above me. So me and Alex went to school together, K to 12th grade, mm-hmm. and I think just through our friendship, me and Andrea were always knew each other, yeah. and Andrea and my brother Nick were in the same class. Yeah. So families have just been intermingled, church, youth group school but do you guys do you guys have like a a, an awesome like memory from our youth group like when you guys were in youth group like Um, who was was your youth pastor yeah so wow we I had I had Matt yeah started so I had Matt and Beth at the exact same time that's crazy we I had I I think Jonathan Cameron was our intern at one point we We had Bing for a minute yep yep um yeah we had Bing we had Matt McAlvey Dan Southam Dan Southam and then I think we ended off with dance out them. Yeah, I think that's I right. I think so. <laughs> Someone could correct me, but I think we ended up with dance out them. 
Um, but we had a really fun, actually, youth group rotation. Mm. Do, you, do you remember concerts. any of, like, the, the – um, I'm only hitting that just because I know you guys are no, leaders yeah. now. And, yeah. like, you might go, oh, I remember when we used to do this and that sort of oh, thing or I whatever. loved going on um, the winter retreat, the um, Amogomania. The best. That's the one with the the water slide, right? That was yeah. We went to like where they duct tape the, and then we they duct tape the doors. <laughs> they duct tape the doors. <laughs> and like I still remember Beth coming around and like check. She'd be like, "I'm just gonna check on you guys. Like I know you guys are good." And she would like come in. We give her snacks that we brought. <laughs> she would like take the duct tape off. And that would be best to always take <laughs> yeah, someone's snacks. Exactly. That was always such a fun retreat. It's fun. It's fun being a leader now because I think when you're in it, obviously you have all these memories and all these friends. And mm-hmm. But now being a leader and leading with a lot of the kids that we went to youth group with, going on retreats as leaders, we're like, man, like we remember Mohican mm-hmm. and O'Friends and all this stuff. And there's also those moments when you're like, man, were we this crazy and like <laughs> loud and immature when we were in middle school? Um, so I think it's really fun coming back to the youth group and just – kind of reliving it through different lenses. When you went to Mohican, did you go, oh, are they still doing Mohican? (laughs) For whatever reason, Andrea and I love Mohican. We love Mohican. Okay, well, you haven't had to cross the road at four in the morning uh, just to go to the bathroom. That's my complaint. Well, yeah, the bathroom is, like, up on the hill now. I probably knew her, but, like... like, walk a mile to go to that bathroom. The kids are, like... No, that's... No, I I went to another camp's bathroom because it was closer. (gasps) Yeah, I couldn't do that. I was, like, in our tent by, like, like mid- 11, midnight, and I was, like, I'm not leaving here until right. a girl wakes me up at, like, 6 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> like, get to the bathroom. I'm not running across any Okay, roads. so both of you do, you um, you help out with youth group mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Okay. And so what what do you, are you junior high, senior high? Yeah, middle school. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Six to eighth grade. I have, yeah, and I have eighth grade girls right now. And then mm-hmm. I have sixth grade girls. So this is my fourth year, so my second rotation with um, with the girls. Wow. Yeah, yeah, which is crazy to think it's been that long, but it's been a blast. It's so much fun. Youth group is the highlight of our week. So you're, like, super popular now when you walk through, like, um, (laughs) like the high schoolers will say, like, hey, because they know you, Uh and then all the junior hires, and, like, there you go. They're good. They make you feel good about life and bring you a lot of energy. (laughs) They make you feel not as old as you really are. Okay, so here's the, the big question is, do you guys do, um, you probably remember I asked Jen this, and she said, do you guys do stuff before or after youth group? Like, we always just went to hang out afterwards. We would, like, play volleyball in the warehouse till like, midnight. Mm-hmm. So. That's crazy. Yeah, we, we, like, most weeks we talk afterwards, and we'll hang around for a while, and we'll chit-chat. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, Nina and I, like, we got together with a group for a while and we would watch Sherlock Holmes every week <laughs> and like go. hang out this and like watch series. movies and like first we'd go to drug mart grab some snacks <laughs> yep. camp ourselves at Sherlock Holmes but we've done I mean we can go to we'll go to movies after coffee before sometimes we'll just stay at the warehouse mm-hmm. what I, I guess what I'm getting at is do mm-hmm. you guys feel like it's your own flock group oh totally oh yeah you know 100%. it's like your own family yes. and that sort of for thing for sure like you guys all yes. hang out together yep. and whether it's group messages yeah. or hanging out or getting coffee before one time we stayed after until like eleven o'clock, and the people mm-hmm. we were with were like, "Let's go run to Taco Bell really quick." Yeah. And we sat Taco in the Bell parking lot for four hours and just, and talked. just talked. So, but it's definitely it's definitely a very family feel. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like yeah, as soon as you like walk in the doors, it's like I feel like <laughs> all my girls are like playing volleyball and like doing their own thing, and then. 
like we all, the whole leaders just kind of like come we together. We just, we're like <laughs> yeah. catching up with each other before we go our, like before, our separate yeah. ways. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, well, yeah. I used to help out and like we were, no, but no leader was allowed to talk to, you had to be with the kids. Yeah. And then it's, it's hard because you I get know. to be such yeah. good friends and it's almost like yeah. your time. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's like your little youth group uh-huh. sort yeah. of t- we, night, but then it's like, okay, wait, I'm supposed yeah. to be here to like, yes. And we get friendly reminders of like, hey, hang out with the kids. <laughs> so we try to make sure it's like yeah. leaders and then maybe like two or three girls that can just kind of hang out with us for a little bit. But yeah, yeah it's hard because it's like that's your week also to catch up with the girls, yeah. which with our girls, which yeah. is mm-hmm. fun. So, so Okay, so yeah. back to growing up at Parkside and that sort of thing. Um, and you both left and maybe you didn't leave, but I mean, you came back or you're adults mm-hmm. now and mm-hmm. you're at church. Like, why is that a priority for you or why? Do you understand? Like, mm-hmm. am I? Okay. Yeah. For me, like, I moved back home from from Kelvin, and I, like, kind of church shopped for, like, all four years of Kelvin. I, like, went to a couple places for long term, like, a year maybe, but, like, I just, like, missed Parkside so much. And, like, I came back, and, like, I knew I had to get back, like, involved in, like, a church. And this was, like, the first time in my life where I didn't have Bible class during the week. I didn't have, like, a Bible study during the week because I wasn't... Like, Calvin's Christian school, so, like, right. like, Christian schooling my whole life. So, like, I knew I had to, like, get back into the church and, like, just be more involved. And, like, we started doing Bible study at BSF. Um, and, yeah, it's just, like, you you realize, like, your priorities in life and mm-hmm. realize the importance of just coming here regularly and, like, mm-hmm. becoming a member and all that. <laughs> All that. All that grown-up yeah. stuff. all that grown-up stuff. <laughs> How about um, for you? And now you, is it weird for you because you, like, work here? Like, do you feel like you should just put up a cot? <laughs> yeah, I might as well just put a camper out in the yeah. back. And, I um, live at the warehouse. Yeah, just exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's it's been a blessing, I think, having my school here. Um, just because Parkside is such a home-away-from-home type of feel. So mm-hmm. I never left Parkside. Um, I've, of course, been to other churches and been and seen different things um but you just can't beat the family feel of parkside and i know it's a really big church but the saying of help make a big church seem a little smaller i think is the truest statement because i think once you just get plugged in and meet new people and invest in people then they know people they introduce you and then you walk in and you're like huh this church is really not as big as it seems mm-hmm. um and i think a big part of that was actually when we were in the commons for those two years i think that was a very vital point because I feel like me personally I you're sitting not in your regular spot mm-hmm. and you're kind of coming in different areas and you're seeing different people um but while I never left Parkside um Parkside has been a bit it's just been a big blessing and the pastoral team and um the youth group and the different groups that Parkside has to offer I think is so important and I think that it's so important to be biblically fed because mm-hmm. a lot of times churches will have the pastor go up there and maybe read a scripture and then tell their life story or tell a story of how that relates. But at Parkside, I very much feel that they refer back to the scripture throughout their entire message. And that is so unfortunately rare, but it's so such a big blessing that Parkside has that. And I mean, why fix what's not broken? So I don't ever, I've never felt a need to go find different churches or to explore different things. Um, because I think Parkside offers exactly what the Bible has to say. Um, 
but yeah, it's been fun teaching. What a great commercial for Parkside. Yeah, Shout out to Barnes Are you going to be up on the next show and be like, someone's going to hear us like, let's put that girl Just up on Just cut that it. part out and like make it a commercial. Elsa's yeah. yeah. like, here's one of our... Yeah, yeah. Just kidding. Um, that was not a good Scottish accent. Sorry about that. So, okay. Um, side note there, you did say where you sat or when you were sitting mm-hmm. on Parkside. So where do you sit? Oh, I sit on the correct side. It's the left side. <laughs> <laughs> um, we sit on the far right side, but towards the set, towards the front, okay. far right towards the front, which is funny because we, all of my cousins go here and we come from a big Italian family. So we used to always, we were always late to church. I'm one of six. So mm-hmm. kudos to my parents for getting all six of us out of the house, let right. alone at the right time. Right. Um, but we would sit in the very back of the right hand side of the church and one, and all of our cousins would sit with us. And I remember one time Alistair was at night church and saying, we have a team of people going to Mexico for a missions trip, if you guys could pray for them, and if the Mexico team could stand up. And he looked at us and waved us to stand up, and we all looked at each other like, we're not the missions trip, we're just a big family. <laughs> That's um, hilarious. But yeah, so now we've, we've moved up <clears throat> and to the center, and now we, my mom makes sure we are 10 <laughs> so minutes so early every time, so... What number are you? I'm number five. Okay. Yeah, so I just have one younger than me. There's 13 years between us, um, four boys and two girls, so. Nice. Yeah, it was a, a And how many are in your family? I just have, I'm one of two. Right. So I have a younger sister. Okay. Who's in Nina's age, so. And she lives in New York City, so. Okay. She's not here, but we miss her. Okay, so <laughs> after the commercial and that sort of thing. So my next question is, and since um, you talked about working at uh, Sherwin-Williams mm-hmm. and that sort of thing, and... Nina, you didn't. You had told me earlier, like you're a coach. You coach. Mm-hmm. Um, where do you take this? How do you use what you learn at Parkside and that sort of thing? Um, how do you take it to the world? Mm-hmm. It's definitely hard. <laughs> it's not easy. Like at Sherwin, I feel like there's. It's like you try to gauge where the people are at in their whatever faith belief, like with the people that you work with, and you just kind of like try to work from that. So I mean, like the basis I always have is like just go in do the best that I can, like, try to, like, bring up God in any instance that I can, and um, just be, like, a joyful person. I know that that has already, like, impacted some of the people I've worked with, and they just, they know your joyous spirit, and, like, they notice that something's different. Um, So I try to do that, and then any way I can just, like, mention, like, doing, going to youth group, or, like, going to parks, and, like, Mm -hmm. you never know, like, what could spur on Mm -hmm. something, so I just try to, like, keep throwing in little reminders and just by my actions and hopefully by my words and mm-hmm. hopefully that's you know doing something in their their minds and yeah they know that I'm always there to like that's awesome for anything yeah mm-hmm. yeah um so I coach soccer for Solon Middle School girls and I also this year have been coaching lacrosse for the Solon Middle School girls um so I think that in that instance it's it's been a blessing in the sense that because I'm with the middle school youth group and these are middle school girls, mm-hmm. it's very um, it's very common ground. And so I think that I've the Lord has really helped me learn how to speak to them and how to get to to them a little bit. Um, but I think in this sense, some of the girls are. I mean, Solon's very diverse, so you have all types of religions and. Um, a couple of girls have asked, like, oh, I, you never, like, say bad words. Why is that? Mm-hmm. And that's a very good way to just little things like that. Mm-hmm. Like Andrea was saying, sometimes even just not 
using bad language speaks to someone or they were asking um, they were oh in health class we learned about um, whatever abstinence and this and that and they're like why why is that important and so that was a really good leeway of Mm-hmm. Hey, let's let's talk about this for a second. Um, so I think that things you never thought you'd yes, be coaching yeah, about, right? Exactly. I'm like, yeah. well, soccer practice can wait. Let's have a heart to heart conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's been nice because in this um, age group, it is easy for them to they're just they're matter of fact. So hey, why is this like this? Um, and so it's just been a nice leeway to kind of get to know them and allow them to trust me and be able to talk to me. And that's kind of how I've been able how the Lord's been able to help me insert a little bit. And it's been fun because a couple of the girls that played soccer play lacrosse now, so there's a little bit of overlap in getting to know their parents and their families. And um, so that's been that's been a really nice mm-hmm. thing to be able to, to do. And your name will forever be Coach now. Yeah. yeah. I know. They're so talk, Hi, Coach Nina. <laughs> so cute. Oh, okay, yeah. they call you Coach Nina? Coach Nina, okay, yeah. Okay, got you. Mm-hmm. Well, so like, this is just so refreshing to hear. But, I mean, sometimes do you guys ever feel like you have that label as millennial um, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. you're like, yeah. mm. and so, <laughs> yeah. so, I mean, we could talk about that a little bit, but I mean, so, and which neither of you have your phone out, which is amazing. <laughs> and like, you're not looking to see if you're getting no. texts yeah. or anything like that, or, or you probably put it in silence and put it away. So it wasn't a dra- yeah. distraction. I'm just I'm kidding. That, that's labeling you, isn't it? No. But, I mean, let's talk about it a little bit because how, how, and I guess too, why I want to do the podcast and I'm trying to do various ages and that sort of thing but mm-hmm. seriously the the as millennials mm-hmm. and you guys are still going to church you know what i mean mm-hmm. and you guys have a rap of like we don't want to do church anymore we, you know yeah. mm-hmm. we, you know we can just watch it online you can do everything online right. we can communicate online that's right so how is how are you different like or you know or what makes you want to um have that be that difference or do you see that mm-hmm. in your friends as well mm-hmm. I think, well, I was just talking to a friend of, like, I, I think my generation is starting to see the impacts of, like, social media and, like, being on your phone and, like, all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and, like, seeing the negative aspects of it now that maybe in turn someday, like, when we have kids, we'll be, like, we'll realize what not to do and, like, what, you know, boundaries. Because, I mean, with our age, it's, like, your parents, you know, we got social media in, like, high school mm-hmm. time. Like, they didn't know what was up and like what the impacts were gonna be and so I don't know for me like I try to like keep my phone away when I'm like with certain friends because like I want to be intentional about my time Mm -hmm. with people and like especially at church I like try to sometimes I try to not even bring my phone into church Mm -hmm. so it's just not a distraction Mm -hmm. and that could just be because of how I was raised but (laughs) (laughs) but you know shout out to mom yeah Yeah. shout out to mom dad (laughs) (laughs) but I don't know it's hard, though, because you are labeled as that. And, like, so if, like, an older person sees you on your phone, they, like, eye roll, and you're like, I'm, you know, I was just checking to see the time. And, like, they're like, oh, you're on your phone. And you're mm-hmm. like, well, no. I'm well, everything's on your phone now. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's like, right. So, so it's, it's just a different time. But, yeah, it's, it's definitely one of those things where, and it's so commonly said, but to be present in the moment, mm-hmm. um, I think is so important because my grandma lives with me, and I think that she always is like, I'm just amazed by how those little tiny boxes have so much information. <laughs> like, and she, coming from her generation, has, I mean, this is night and day difference. Um, and so I think it's just, it's hard to be not labeled as a millennial and to steer the other way. 
Um, but I think a lot of times when you're just glued to your phone and glued to social media, it becomes sort of a fantasy in the sense of people on social media, not to say that they're always um, done up or do things differently, because a lot of times social media can just be really raw and just who you are. Um, but I think a lot of times it's not, and they're changing their filters and they're changing their captions, seeing how many likes they have. And I think that that can be so detrimental because it teaches kids at such a young age that their identity and in who, in who they are is so reliant on their phone and how many likes they have and this and that, whereas they're not being taught that or maybe not understanding that their identity is in Christ. And it's not how many likes you get, but it's how much you've invested in the Lord, how much the Lord invested in you and how much he loves you. And I think that a lot of times, I think like Andrea said, we didn't get social media. I don't even think Instagram was there until I was a senior. Yeah. And Facebook maybe when I was like in eighth grade, which that was quite some time ago. But um, Easy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And I think that, so even with the middle schoolers, when we have small groups, we make our girls put their phones upside down in the center of the room. And us as leaders do it first so that they, so that mm-hmm. we're no exception. Um, we're going to do the same thing that they're going to do. And they've asked why. And we said, because you don't need your phones right now. You don't need your yeah. phone for the next two hours. Oh, but what if my mom calls? She has our numbers. So she, you know what I mean? And I just think it's so common to keep your phone with you, look at it at all times. And I think you miss things. When you're walking in church and you're sitting at your phone, you miss yeah. being able to say hi to new people. And you miss being able to connect with people, meet new people. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think that it's important to try to be present, which I, I'm not great at all the time which I'm sure yeah, no. is, is the same for a lot of people. But um, I think that just being mindful of that and being mindful yeah. that you don't need that little tiny box all the time with you. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. I, and I, that's great because hopefully some of the moms will listen to this and the girls that are in your, your small groups and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. You know, but, I, you know, it's when you set the example mm-hmm. and – you know, I um, it's fabulous because the girls then say, okay, if you guys can do it, and you're, like, super cool, you know, because <laughs> then <clears throat> I can do it, yeah. you know, I can mm-hmm. do it too because it's, they're in the thick of it. I mean, mm-hmm. we're to the point of, obviously, like, the kids want a phone, like, when they're three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, <laughs> ah, and it's, like, yeah. all crazy. Although my kids will say, Mom, you're on your phone, but, like, I'll read because I have st- – I won't give up my um, – NIV Bible, and I bring uh, that, but we so, so I won't give mine up. Mine has like so many that's things. So I'm like, I bring it, and it's in like this big leather case, and <laughs> yeah. I bring that, and that's where I read and take notes. Mm-hmm. But then when I want to read along with whoever, I'll sure, look it up on my yeah. on my phone, yeah. and so they're like, you're on your phone. I'm like, I'm reading my Bible. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm in church. I know. Yeah, and then I'm like, yeah. yeah, you know. So I'm getting harped on by my own kids. <laughs> kind of hard which parent yeah. what parent is it yeah right I'm yeah. On my parents. Uh, yeah, same. <laughs> yeah exactly you guys finally get the nag yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> s18 there yep. you go so um favorite bible verse that's always what we um and by the way we have to go back to you guys like played girls just want to have fun you just mm-hmm. thought that would be like a fun one or yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah. Is, is we it? just love to have fun with each other we've like zoomed out to that a few times yeah. before. <laughs> we're in the car unrolling the windows right. you know driving along yeah just a good, feel good, yeah, makes you want to dance, kind of awesome. Exactly. Yeah. You can instantly dance on that <laughs> <Yeah>. one. <laughs> so um, if your favorite verses. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Do you want Okay. Uh, mine's Psalm 121, and it's, I um, look up to the hills, where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. And um, I just, it's such a, like, calming verse to me. It just brings me so much, like, peace, just knowing that, like, 
I can look to him and like he knows my footsteps and he has mm-hmm. everything planned out like just such a source of like comfort to turn to mm-hmm. so it's always been are you too old thing. for do you remember when we did that song for, I, v- no, for I, VBS no when, I know that when, song when yeah. Mrs. Hendrick, Hendrick yeah. sang it and she's like I lift my eyes yeah. up oh yeah like, yeah I think that I <clears throat> Camp growing up as um, like I went to a girls camp and Cedarbrook. No, uh, Tapawingo. Okay. okay. To Camp Blue Woods. Um, but yeah, we sing it there too, and like you're surrounded by actual mountains. So like I just remember being like just overcome with like emotion when I first Aww. was like seeing it and like realizing what the words meant, mm-hmm. and like you're just surrounded by like all this beauty, and you're just like, whoa! I could just like look up and like it's mm-hmm. there for me. Yeah. It's awesome. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. I use it as a uh, password. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, awesome. I, I, I switch psalms. I have to change mine all the time, yeah. so I just switch, switch psalms. Yeah. Wow. I feel like <laughs> there we go. Spirit. Like, like, like you have endless amounts of passwords there for a while. Exactly. There. No one, yeah. A lot of times people won't get them. You know, right? You know what I mean? It's They're like, always like, how do you spell, spell psalms? And I was like, sometimes it's a Zechariah. It's really Psalms. Oh, there you go. You yeah. know what I mean? I don't go that bad. It's like, <laughs> yeah, sometimes in the morning, word. I can't even spell Zechariah. I'm just kidding. It's always, I, when I do Valorant, they're always like, strong passwords. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> you have the colons awesome. and the numbers and capitals. Nice. Oh, um, so I think I think that a lot of times Bible verses come to you when you're at different mm-hmm. stages in your life Absolutely. or different struggles, different um, triumphs and tribulations and joys. And I think that many different Bible verses can, of course, speak to you during different times of your life. Um, depending on what season that you're in. But I think that um, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. I think is a verse that is always in the forefront of my mind. Um, just because I think that it is so easy for us to say, well, God, that's not what I had in mind or that's not the plan that I wanted for my life. And I think um, just acknowledging that the Lord's ways are better than ours and all we need to do is trust in him and that he is a loving father who is worthy to be trusted in and that he will always make our path straight um, and just reminding ourselves of of that promise that he gives us um, and just acknowledging that, hey, my plans are not good. And a lot of times you think they're better and then when they turn out the way that you didn't expect but the Lord had in mind all along, you're like, wow, mm-hmm. I actually don't want to plan my own life because mm-hmm. I don't even know what my life would be like if I had um, that authority and power to do that. So um, that's just a verse that's always in the forefront during different different seasons. Mm-hmm. You have such these great insights, and I can't see you with preschoolers. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> Thank you, I appreciate it. You need to move up the you need to move up the scale a little bit. <laughs> Uh, uh, I died down with the kids. Like I'm like, uh, our biggest thing is boys and girls. How much does Miss Finale love you? And you know they put their arms out, and I'm like, but how much does Jesus love you? And they just swing their arms endlessly, so um, so just to kind of die it down for them. But no. Then you should have them all join hands. I that I that's a good idea. No, there we go. This This much. But yeah. Oh, that's awesome. They're cute kiddos. Well, you guys have been fabulous. Thank you for coming to yeah, chat with me. It's so fun to get to talk to you. I think, like, back in the day, I'm like, okay, we've either done Kids of the Kingdom, either 
we've been helping and you were there mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. But it is kind of fun to grow up in a church and like, yeah. you know, see. Yeah. And then, mm-hmm. um, like I said, so you'll be in my position sometime and you'll be like, I had that one in youth group and that one in youth group. And then you'll <laughs> yeah. see them all getting married and yes. whatever. Yes. And you'll be yes. like, whoa. That's so, how it is with my preschoolers who are four and five. I want, I'm always like, I can't wait to see you when you're a senior in high school. You know, like what you're going to look like, what, mm-hmm. you're, what your personality is going to be like. Because I see them now and it's fun to see them grow up and yeah change totally but yeah that'll be the day yeah. when we look back and we're like oh, that's why we're this, so old that's why this is so called old. connections because there's so yeah. many different connections yeah. inside a big church mm-hmm. that's yeah. it's, it's just kind of crazy yeah. yeah um i will i just wanted to say um i'm not going to send tell very many details of this but my do you remember my first um interaction with you <laughs> you probably don't I but it's it's from ambassadors okay yes. and it's my um my son kind of saw you on a date and um and he he went to camp the next day and your date was on the hot seat but he had so much he was only like in sixth grade and he had um he had um he was so mature about it Uh he just asked like where he was the 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 night before, but he didn't ask anything because you Trying were to be like, sneaky. oh yeah, totally. Because you guys weren't even allowed to be dating. So oh, yeah, because you're, <laughs> when you put your ambassadors in the summer tours, you're not allowed. To be yeah. Dating. So anyway, it was just really funny. But I was like, I think and we're, so we're, um, maybe we were. I'm trying to like, calls? yeah. Okay, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying to be really vague about wow, the whole thing, that was but so long but ago. I know. This, and so, yeah, this boy, he was wow. He was from. Maybe Brazil. We, we oh. just went on one date, and that was it. It was really fun, though. He was a really <laughs> sweet guy. But the hot seat for ambassadors can get a little tricky because, you know, look at their nose. Who so, do you have a crush? So there we go. Shout out to ambassadors because that's coming up. <laughs> yes. Do you help at all? Do you, um, so for I soccer? did. I stopped a couple of years ago, but I did it all through college. Um, ambassadors are so near and dear to my heart. And mm-hmm. when you can meet and interact with people from all over the world whose main goal is to teach soccer and love Jesus, right. I'm, I'm all game for that. Right. Um, but it's it's so much fun. I the, the memories that we have from hosting people and my mom working at the camp and my brother's coaching, and there's it's just it's always going to be such a special mm-hmm. place yeah. in my heart. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Another great thing that... Parkside does in the yeah. summertime yes. for the kids and all that good stuff. Yeah. So, well, ladies, thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you. Thank you, thank you. And hopefully, oh, do you have a uh, shout-out to anyone that you might want to have, who I should have on the podcast? Or um, I'm going to shout-out to Kate Neese. Okay. So Kate Neese goes to Parkside. Her husband, David, is actually the headmaster of Heritage. Okay. Um, and I have been babysitting their kids for the last six years. Um, and their family is great. They've okay. adopted two kids. They have yeah. two biological kids, and she just has a great testimony. And she would be she would be a great person to awesome. have on here. Awesome. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I was like thinking about it on the way over, and I was like, I still don't. <laughs> but I could also I'm... interview your parents, which would be really oh, fun too. Yeah. Hey, moms. Together. Yeah, you can interview our moms together. <laughs> One generation Shout out to Celeste. Exactly. <laughs> Shout out to Lori. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. They can yeah. tell you embarrassing stories, probably. <laughs> I mean, yeah. There you yeah. go. Yeah, I'll be, we might not want to actually have them on the... <laughs> but that's always fun. Yeah. Them, yeah. Or any other girls from... We love all the other girls that oh, we serve yeah, with in middle girls. school. So, like... Shout out to all of them, yeah. who we love so much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There we go. Okay, all of you. <laughs> all of you. <laughs> One Contact family. Maria somehow. <laughs> yeah. uh, you can find me, and we'll set something up. All right, thanks for listening.